<laughs> yo. yo, 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 another day, but not just another day at all. It would be very easy to compile a life that is literally you waking every single day, that's me, thinking, oh, it's just another day, but it's not just another day, although it is. But the beauty of being able to sprinkle revelation across the day, uh, that, oh my gosh, I've got what I said there. It doesn't really matter because when you try to think too much, you try to think too much, I'm alive, I was alive yesterday, but I'm actually alive today. Did you know, and I know this only, well, you don't know because I haven't told you yet, but this weekend, uh, I spent the weekend, well, I didn't at all, I spent a proportion of that, a fraction, about 137th, that's not true either. Uh, talking to my friend Mel, and I'll say it's Mel because last night at least made me promise that I would start to actually remember the names of our collective friends that uh, I only meet a few times. So I say to her, look, I'm not going to spend uh, my brain cells remembering names of people that I very rarely, if not ever, actually see or meet again. She said that's wrong. She said also that the problem with me uh, playing back stories based on the weekend when I don't use the name of the people that actually were involved in those stories makes it very difficult for her to actually compute what it is I'm talking about and hence it creates a sort of slight tension in the air between us both and I'm not able to... I was going to say emancipate, just because I like the sound of that word. I'm not able to emancipate the story. I don't know what that word means, but it's what a lovely word. Sometimes words, well, I guess is the point of poets, uh, say more than they mean. They just sound good. Emancipation. I have no idea what that means. I'll look it up later. No doubt it means something completely uh, unethical. That's another word I like. Actually, I don't like that word. That word sounds as unethical as it means. Anyway, what was I saying? So I spent time there. She came over to pick up a daughter. And this is a friend of ours who actually spent, and I don't know her very well. In fact, it's worth noting, the last time I met her was literally the day she was about to leave with her family, with her husband and her two children, to sail, yes, sail across the Atlantic. Then I didn't see her for a year. Now, happened to see her again this weekend because she came to pick up a kid because it was Grace's birthday. So I sat her down, and in my new world that I live in right now, I do not do small talk anymore. I sat her down and said, do you mind if we just spend at least five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes, as much as you're willing to give me. Bear in mind, people are willing to give you a lot if you're asking them questions. And ask them, her, what, well, I'm about to tell you, what was it actually like? Tell me, run me through the process of that year. Now, don't run me through the whole year, but run me through the part that actually piqued my interest when she told me that it took two weeks to sail from... Portsmouth Harbour, which I don't think she actually sailed from, to wherever she actually went to on the other side. Two weeks. Within, let, let's, just get, let's just get this straight. Let's just get this very straight. Two young children, uh, at the time I guess nine and maybe six. Doesn't really matter, but that's the power, the beauty of what they did. And they just wanted, they had the opportunity. Apparently the seas at the time of the year that they went aren't as rough as they could be if you decided to go at the wrong time where you basically would die. Anyway, within, let's just say a day, probably less, hours of leaving that harbour, you are into a place where there is going to be no human beings, not one, no contact with civilization unless you make an effort to actually do it. No phone reception. And no land. For two weeks. Where, now, let's just get this straight again. There is no way you can actually do what they did unless you do what they did. You cannot allow your mind to go to complete serenity like they did unless you actually take on that quest. 
let's also remember that if something goes wrong, you are basically days, well, you're actually, you're days away probably from the nearest person who is also maybe attempting the same thing or a ship that, or a vessel that happens to be going a different way that's going somewhere else. You cannot, one week into a one week of continuous sailing, means you cannot just flippantly jump back to sea, uh, land again, does it? Wow. Anyway, I asked her more and more, what was it like? What happened to your mind when it just went nowhere? Like the kids, it's very important, we at least massively believe this, Dodo's Mel, for kids to be poor. Too many of our kids, unfortunately, are brought up by parents who think that it's okay just throw them in front of iPads or TV and thinking that kids must not be bored. Did you know, I don't know this, but I get told it by Lise, and I believe it, that bored kids actually is when kids become, they grow properly. It's good for kids to be bored. Do not throw them in front of iPads. I'm lecturing you here, Mills. I'm actually lecturing me because that's the thing I do sometimes when I just want to do other things. I like drive my business forward. And I'll come back to that in a minute when I forget to come back to it. What was I saying? I was just fast. I was literally in awe. My jaw dropped as she told me more with these stories of just nothingness. The stories of nothing. Like imagine, just get your head into that. I hadn't really positioned my mind to understand the possibility of complete serenity. Yes, you can go to some yoga retreat camp where they don't talk for two weeks. And I guess in theory, yeah, that is the same thing. But it's not the same thing because this was actually, this was not a conscious choice. There is no way when you're in the middle of the sea. I mean, that just shows how crazy and vast the world is where a week into your trip, you're only halfway across the Atlantic in the middle of nowhere. And she's saying basically you see nothing every day, nothing. You wake up and there's nothing to see, nothing. You might see occasional whale or something, which of course is incredible. That's the point of it. At nighttime, you cannot leave. Uh, you cannot just fall asleep. Your husband or your wife or your partner, or whatever the hell, whoever it is you go, has to man the boat at night. It has to be 24-hour manning. You cannot just... Because you might accidentally bump into that said whale. You can't see anything at night time, apart from a small light that's glowing in front of you. And apparently the children just... I mean, I just suddenly said to Lisa last night, do you think we'll ever do something like this? Because imagine that our children are, are in a world where actually, even if you consciously decide to let them be bored, i.e. when they're driving in a car and they're looking out the window... They're unable to escape the fact that they're bombarded. We're bombarded with stuff all the time. And in the more I talked to Mel about this, the more I think she started to unpack just how powerful it actually had been for her. Now she's back in the real world. Anyway, I just thought I'd start with that. But the main reason I thought I'd start with that is actually because that leads nicely onto the story that I've decided to tell you right now that I hadn't even thought about leading onto when I started. But it is actually is. I see a lot of people, and I've been that very person, by the way, so I'm able to be to speak from a position of complete authority because I've been the person on the other side. But that was a joke, by the way. Um, well, it's not a joke that I haven't been on the other side. I have been, but the authority part was a joke. I see a lot of people, uh, I watched this video last night, I went back to Timothy Sheath, um, the, the human, the human Timothy Sheath. Anyway, he talks a lot about, uh, and he's trying to find himself and he's been finding himself forever, just like I've been trying to find myself. I have come to a conclusion right now, which will change in the months to come, do not worry, that actually the concept of trying to find meaning in nature is actually uh, uh, wrong. Well, it's not wrong, sorry. It's the wrong place to look. I think nature heals for sure, without a shadow of doubt. But nature is not where you go to actually find true meaning. For me, if I think back to now, haven't, I've spent that time where for some reason it just feels right to be walking in a forest almost naked. I've spent the time, you know, in my mind just, just being and thinking that it's okay to be happy with just the smell and sight of a sunset and a sunrise. But actually... And I said this to Lisa last night, ironically, and it's ironically because it's not, it's coincidentally, 
I feel like a lion who's about to find his pride again. And I don't mean pride, well, I actually mean pride in both sense. Pride is in pride, whatever that actually means if you look it up in the dictionary, when it doesn't mean the other pride, which is the pride of lions. I, have, I feel like I've found my destination, and it is us two. I've allowed myself to leave it in my, mentally. I've allowed to come back. I've allowed to play everyone, wind myself up, bloody, blah, blah, blah. There's so much to do. My drive is back. And you know what? This is what made this. Actually, first of all, let me show you the other coincidental thing. And I do believe, and I, it's okay to believe this, by the way. It's okay to be happy with believing that life is not necessarily something you control. And that might sound whatever you want to say, say it, but I don't give the slightest beep because Mills, I do believe this. What is the chances of this? Now, it's basic, I admit it, but let's just spend time to think about actually what happened here. I am, I am down at a Christmas market with Louis on Sunday. And me and him are walking ahead because this is the, literally the world's most boring Christmas market. And Louis and me are both really agree with that. Um, and he's telling me that every five seconds. Now, he starts whacking himself, I don't know where, on his leg, let's say, with a, a bit of tree that he happened to have stolen from somewhere, probably the floor, hopefully. Uh, Arrest that boy! He's whacking himself. He goes, ah, dad, this is actually hurting me. But he keeps doing it. And I start, so I say, I say to Louis, well, did you know that actually a lot of people in this world, well, not a lot, some people actually like hurting themselves. And they are called beep. And now the beep was not a beep because I'm, I'm blacking it out. Um, they are beeps because I didn't know the word. I couldn't remember the word, so I'm trying to explain to him. And, of course, that story dies quite a quick death because a story without words, as we said at the beginning, is a story, well, without words, it's basically silence. Now, I then say to him, well, don't say to him, that's the point. So I continue. Anyway, later in the day, I happen to be in the bath. Nothing to do with that, that story, but I happen to be in the bath, listening to music, just being Sunday night for me. I like to get in the bath and just sit there. Now, that's not crazy, is it? I like to watch videos, I like to listen to music, and I happen to be going down the wormhole of Spotify playlist suggestions. Anyway, I'm listening to love music, and I hear this song, I think this is a good song. Now, admittedly, it, what also throws up is I have no idea whether or not my taste in music is just so, so absurdly bad, or that when sometimes I come across a track, it, that track, although classically it is considered a bad song, whether that bad song is the best in the bunch of bad songs, i.e. it's a good song, a pop song. Anyway, it happens to be a song by Christina Aguilera. I have not heard Christina Aguilera for a long time. I used to like it when I was younger. Now, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening, and then I look at the name of the track. Masochist. What is the chances of, on the only day that my son decides to tell me that he finds it strangely... Well, I don't think he actually said this bit, but I allowed myself to hear that. He, he, we had a conversation about the concept of somebody who hits themselves, hurts themselves on purpose and likes that, and then me hearing a song that I'd never heard before by an artist I haven't heard for a long time, that I listened to a long time, called Masochist. It doesn't make any sense to me, but it does. And that is why that's, that discussion about the lion finding the pride was also coincidental, because last night me and Lise watched the programme, that new documentary the, called Dynasty, which actually, I have to say, is actually bad. It's so obviously uh, an, a shitload of edits to make a story that doesn't really exist. But it doesn't matter. The point of the matter being that that was a message from something, I don't know what it is, life in general, whatever you want to sort of uh, funnel that um, suggestion of life through, whether it's a a god, whether it's luck, whether it's complete bullshit. It doesn't really matter. I'm going to go for the complete bullshit one. It reminded me of the power of the lion. You know, a pride needs its lion. And when the lion is being away, the pride is at 
it, well, it's not as strong. Now, ironically, when the pride, the pride is still strong without the lion, because this pride had lots of other people, well, there were lions, not people, in there that were extremely strong, arguably stronger than the lion who wasn't there. But it doesn't matter about that. Anyway, I've just, I got up at 4.30. This, this was, so I went back in time, and Saturday morning at 4.30, I woke up. And I went downstairs, and this is 4.30 in the morning, and for some reason, I had to write a long email that wasn't long, because I cut it down. Long emails are all annoying. It was a, basically a memo that I wrote to the board of my business and the leaders of our business and telling them what I think about, about us two. And it was a un- what I was doing without knowing it was I was participating in my own life. Drive was coming back. The line that was going to 24 hours in the future, well, actually 36, actually a bit more, 48. Well, I actually can't work that out. Back again, 36. 36 hours later, the line would, well, the theory of the line would come to me. But I was already demonstrating that theory with action. Now, it's worth noting this. I have been living a lie, not a lie on, a lie this time. Because there's things I want to do in life I was allowing myself to actually believe for one slightest bit of pathetic seconds that what I've achieved in life is now done and perhaps it was time to me to sort of start winding stuff down and feel, Mills, you did do it. You did. I actually believed that that was okay thing to start to believe. Now, the beauty is I didn't actually ever believe it, which is why this whole two, three years of kind of like in and out burger of like, what should I do next? How do I do it? Do I love us to? Do I not love us to? Why it was so hard for me? Because ultimately, it's hard if you're not making the right decision. And I was throwing a lot of mud at to see if it sticked at the concept of believing that you know, I have achieved the things I want to achieve. Mills, you haven't achieved the slightest fucking thing, and you have to swear to them, in terms of what you actually want to do. I do, believe this or not, have things to say, and I have been literally a shadow of myself, and I'm not embarrassed. I am embarrassed. Well, I'm not embarrassed. The things I crave are the things that I'm not putting into the world. I want to put opinion into the world. And you know what? When I stopped putting opinion into the world, which I actually know the times uh, a few years back, when I stopped believing in myself, is the time that a part of my drive died with it. You can't have drive if you don't have opinion. And you have to be capable, willing, and able, and wanting to put opinion out there. Because opinion, although it causes people to... (laughs) to have opinions on your opinion, without that opinion, you are nothing. You have to have something to say in the world. Now, funny enough, now I've said that, that's exactly what they're saying in that film that I talked about about a week ago, uh, A Star Is Born. You know, there's people that do things. There's agencies out there that do great work. They don't have anything to say. There's people out there that do good things, but they don't have anything to say. It doesn't matter, really. It doesn't actually matter what it is you say, Mills, or that it does. It matters if you're able to get people to listen to what you say. It's a subtle but very important thing. There are people out there, lots of lions basically out there, taking up prides, filling voids of communities with their whatever it is. And yet, I'm thinking, I'm getting angry internally that I'm not one of those people. But the very thing I'm not doing, the only thing I'm not doing is actually doing anything. If you don't do, you don't do. And you don't get meals. So it's like, wake up, you joke. 
How can I, I'm literally waking up each day hoping that something magical has happened and being annoyed that it hasn't. But the only thing, the only reason something hasn't happened is because I haven't been doing it. Yes, I do want to be. It's like, think about this. At the end of the day, Mills, you built a number of things and you're very satisfied. Well, you're not. That's the, that's the classic question that's not a question. That's the comment you just made. It's not, it's not true, Mills. I'm not satisfied with what I've built. I'm not even close to satisfied with what I've built. I'm not even close to the fact that I haven't... There's things I want to do and achieve. There's places I want to be seen to be. There's people I want to meet. There's networks I want to build. There's communities I want to bond. There's statements I want to make. I'm going to become... Uh, the, the vlogging element is an easier way to explain it. But I'm going to push. I'm going to keep going with these videos. I'm going to keep going with learning. I'm going to keep trying to inspire myself to actually not believe. I'm not going to give up and I don't give up. Now, even when I gave up, I didn't give up. Gosh, I actually wrote something down last night and I have to remember my fingers are frozen. Let's see what I said. I said a few things. I said, no to self, things don't get done if you don't do it. Well, I've said that, that's clear. I just, just, just to reinstate what I'd already stated, I wrote here, I had actually checked out of drive when I gave up my own opinion. So without realizing it, in my opinion, not having an opinion means you don't have a drive. You have to have an opinion. And that opinion is where the drive starts. When I started to have an opinion again, and when I started to see that it was okay to let myself make judgments and I need to put stuff out there. You're a joke, Mills. I do need to vlog. I wrote this, I have no idea what it is, but it says not doing what you love doing so you could actually love what you do. Not doing what you love doing so you can actually love. Well, I think what that's saying is at the end of the day, the things that actually get me really excited are the opinion parts. Whether it's the right or wrong thing to say, I like saying things. I like talking on this vlog a lot, even though it's a plug. It's a plug vlog. It's a vlog. Vlog. I like the vlog because it allows me to say things. When that camera comes on, although, it, and when this plug turns on to record, although there's a nervous energy and I can't, I can very rarely articulate in a smooth way what it is I'm saying. What's happening is I'm actually being real. My real state. Although I allowed other people to convince me that the real state is the real state, the real state is actually the wrong state. The state where I am actually most alive, where I feel like I'm actually being something and actually feel alive and actually feel excited and happy is that moment before I press that record button, whatever it is, and say something and put an opinion out there and then put it up there. That moment there is like the coffee that I just drank moments before starting this plug where the espresso hits you and you feel so wild. I love, I was on holiday recently and it wasn't that recent, but my favorite thing on my family holiday was getting up at 4 a.m., going downstairs because it was a big hotel and going downstairs and just walking through the annexes of, of madness because this hotel is so jokes, finding coffee at 4 a.m., drinking that coffee, feeling so fueled, walking on the beach at 4.30, doing plugs at 4.45 feeling excited sending emails to people that's when i feel alive that that power that of feeling of when you feel so alive is the caffeine the caffeine the the fear the fear is what makes me feel alive gosh i feel 
good. Right. I, I don't know if this meant anything. I do know it does mean something because I feel alive. I've already written to Sinks this weekend. I was telling him about what I need to do for the next 20 years. I've got 20 years more. I said it to last night. Lee said to me, there's not a chance in hearth and hearth. She even said hearth. It was earth. You're not retiring, Mills. I didn't say I was going to, but I did actually allow myself to believe that there was a retirement element to what I was doing. Let's move out. Let's do this. Fuck that. No way. Well, she even said no way. I also understand in the memo that I wrote that I wrote a, mic- a micro memo to myself that I put that I put in the show notes, which no one will read because actually I've already had um, my mate Joe runs to do something he suggested that i compile a load uh, medium post with all the things that have inspired me this year yes i'm going to do that because joe that's a great idea but in the meantime when i haven't done it i am going to put it in the show notes which no one reads i wrote a memo to myself based on a conversation that i had on friday which really have which is the meeting remember i talked about which jacked me up so much it was unbelievably good it changed everything for me because i was in a room which is the room i've always wanted to be in i just didn't know it until i was in there and I didn't, unle- I didn't unlet myself be me. I was in a room in a time where I was ready. I wouldn't have been ready before to be in that room, but I was in that room at the right time and I just behaved in the way that I am. There was no holding back in terms of my excitement. There was no holding back in terms of my being truthful and saying what I actually feel about the fact of what was being discussed. That is the right time. Again, that was the right timing because whatever it is got me there faith in me without knowing it love that i'm ready i'm absolutely ready now the memo that i wrote looking back on it the genius is is it really isn't it's not even a genius it's definitely not genius it's just me surmising some thoughts that i had to put out there not that i want people to read because i didn't talk about it i'm only going to tell you about it because i don't really want to work it's not even anything it's just it's just something i had to get out of my head and actually what it is looking now and I said it to myself well though I didn't tell it to anyone else but I'm saying it to you now so for double time is I want to put these artifacts these artifacts out into the world so that in future years I can look back at an artifact and laugh because at the end of the day what are you if you are not able to leave artifacts out there that you can look back and smile on so that's what it is thank you for listening to me my hands are so frozen don't check out that memo but it's uh it's just something, that's a memo that I wrote at 4.30. Shows me the driver's back. Damn, it's back. See you later, alligators. Oh God, I'm feeling fresh. It's okay to feel fresh, Mills.